The VPM Daily Newscast is sponsored by Kanawa Capital Management. Your financial life is unique, complex, and dynamic. Kanawa Capital Management's team of credentialed professionals has been helping its clients build wealth and confidence through personalized planning and informed investing since 1989. Learn more at cancap.com. That's K-A-N-C-A-P.com. You're listening to the VPM Daily Newscast, a recap of today's top stories in Central Virginia. From the VPM Newsroom in Richmond, I'm Benjamin Dolly. In Chesterfield County schools, the number of positive COVID-19 cases and kids in quarantine continue to rise. As Ian Stewart reports, one preventive measure the district could take is out of reach. One option Chesterfield schools can take to help reduce COVID-19 numbers is an on-site testing program offered by the Virginia Department of Health called VISTA. The aim of the program is to catch cases early to help stop transmission of the virus. The program includes providing supplies and contractors to administer tests. But it would require, you know, staffing to ensure that the testing is conducted, the testing is sent off, and then to manage all the administrative side of things. That's Dr. Alexander Samuel, director of the Chesterfield Health District. He says the program does offer funding to schools to hire additional staff. However, at this week's school board meeting, Chesterfield Superintendent Merv Doherty says providing funding isn't enough. They may have the money at the state, but there aren't people there. Doherty says to administer the tests, it would require adding additional nurses and other staff at every school. He says there aren't enough people in the health care system to hire. Until then, the VISTA program won't be feasible. Ian Stewart, VPM News. The latest COVID-19 numbers in Chesterfield schools lists over 2,400 students in quarantine as of Wednesday, and that more than 550 positive cases since September 1st have been reported in students and staff. The commission drawing Virginia's new General Assembly and congressional maps voted unanimously this week that it won't be guided by political data or where incumbents live. According to the Virginia Mercury, the redistricting commission will have map drawers ignore that information in an attempt to make the process as neutral as possible. The commission will also keep in mind city, county, and town boundaries, as well as communities with shared interests. Finalized General Assembly maps are expected early next month and will face a vote from the legislature. If the proposals fail, the state Supreme Court will draw the districts. Nearly three-quarters of Virginia voters view the health of the Chesapeake Bay as important, and majorities believe in protecting its wildlife and preserving it for future generations. That's according to a new poll from multiple nonprofits, including the Chesapeake Conservancy. Joel Dunn is president of that organization. When we enhance the connections to the stories of the Chesapeake Bay, its history, its people, its wildlife, we can inspire a whole new wave of environmental supporters and conservation stewards to protect our region's greatest natural resource and national treasure. The Chesapeake Bay has historically suffered from pollution. Virginia and other mid-Atlantic states are trying to clean it up by a 2025 federal deadline. This story was reported by partner station WHRV. In-person voting begins today in Virginia's November election. Additionally, it's when the State Department of Elections will begin sending out absentee ballots. Those ballots must be postmarked by Election Day, November 2nd, or dropped off by 7 p.m. on Election Day. The last day to request an absentee ballot is October 22nd. Voters do not need a reason to vote absentee. In-person early voting ends October 30th. On the November ballot are the races for governor, lieutenant governor, attorney general, and the House of Delegates. For more information, call the Department of Elections at 800-552-9745 or visit elections.virginia.gov. 
Petersburg has appointed a new deputy city manager. Tangela Innes, who's worked with the city for nine years, was promoted to the position according to the Progress Index. She was previously the director of public works and utilities. Innes was hired from a pool of 30 applicants, according to the city. City manager Stuart Terrell Jr. said Innes, quote, demonstrated strong, innovative leadership, professionalism, and dedication to Petersburg. This is VPM News. This newscast was recorded on Thursday, September 16th at 6 p.m. Some of these stories may have changed from the time you've heard them. You can stay connected to what matters by heading to vpm.org news or follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram at MyVPM. VPM. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.